Thank you to our Patreon supporters, Shane S., Matt J., Claire G., James P. They're supporting our podcast over at patreon.com slash whatweremember. That means they get access to our Patreon-exclusive episodes, Back to the Future, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, and next month, Men in Black. Find us online at facebook.com slash whatweremember, twitter.com slash whatweremember, and whatweremember.com. Everything at my work is all automated, though. So it's like <laughs> the light switch turns on when you open the door... The uh, toilet flushes itself. The water comes on itself. No oh, man. The air dryers, you just put your hands inside it, and it dries it. Yeah. Now, Everything is automated. Um, at my work, we, we moved to like another floor of the office, and now we actually have individual bathrooms instead of like big group ones. And I'm like, okay, this works. But they have the automated lights. <laughs> I will say I don't like most of the automated stuff. The lights are always weird, because if I go in the bathroom and the light's on, I'm like, hmm, someone was in here recently. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the problem that I have is that... The sink, when it's automated, it's always cold yeah. right off the beginning. Oh, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. never turn on the hot or the cold or both yeah. at the same time. It's just one temperature. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. have to sit there and wash your hands with cold water. Yeah. And I hate that. That's true. And then the other problem is that the toilet is so sensitive that you'll be sitting on it and <laughs> it, it will flush, flush six times. times. Oh, that's the worst. And I'm like, this is so energy inefficient <laughs> that it shouldn't yeah. be here. We're wasting so much water by doing this. Yeah. Do you stand up between like poops? Like you poop one and then stand up, and then I, you I usually and, do and burpees as I'm. <laughs> 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 it's great for your thighs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bad for the environment, but great for your thighs. I not only do I engage my uh, my glutes, I also engage my asshole, <laughs> your, your colon, and uh, lower intestine. All of it's engaged. <laughs> some keggles in you know my name is bradley jones i'm andrew moldenhauer and i'm andy hubert and this is not a movie review podcast but a podcast we're trying to remember what happened in a movie we haven't seen in a very very long time this is what we remember about robocop were there two or three bad guys in home alone and who was that forgetful fish in finding nemo join us as we're watching films what we remember and what memories we kill let's start the show here we go this is what we remember happy 30th anniversary robocop yeah he's 30 he years old and we're near detroit where the movie takes place yeah have they put in that statue they were no okay so i, I do, thought they did no they didn't because they made the statue if people aren't from detroit Back in 2010, there was a big like campaign to build a RoboCop statue. Peter of, Weller endorsed and it. And a crowdfunding campaign. Yeah, crowdfunding. They made, I think they raised like $10,000 oh, or $15,000. Yeah, they raised like more than they needed for it, I think. So I, I asked someone about this a while ago, and I haven't really verified it, so <laughs> take this with a grain of salt. Um, apparently, someone ended up buying the statue once it was finished. Oh, okay. They hmm. they bought it for the price that it was made, made for, for, or whatever, hmm. or the the amount that was raised. So but, never actually, it was gonna go at uh, Campus Martius, I believe, near where Joe Lewis is. See, I read that it, it like they were gonna put it there, and then the city like finally came in and was like, "We don't want a RoboCop statue." Why would you not <laughs> want not? that? I know, right? I'm, like, Take look, photos with it. Look, yeah. there's only so much you can really celebrate in detroit that's one of them like that's one of the big yeah. ones you get m&m <laughs> like, and you get robocop yeah. and those are the only t- 
Kid, it, we don't count Kid Rock, but <laughs> he's he's out there. Yeah. Well, and and the movie RoboCop doesn't really paint Detroit badly. Yeah. I mean, there's crime. Well, well, wait, wait, hear, hear me out. There's well, crime. Well, there's crime in Detroit. Yes. Do you remember yeah. RoboCop? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't. Uh, there's there's crime in all cities, but it's just set in Detroit. It doesn't like. I don't think it really. It's uh, the, I'm it, hoping in it the movie, it. it's like the number one <laughs> crime city. And like, yeah, the, the, that's well, why they're well. That's US. because it was a fact at the time. Right. Well, that's why they like privatized the police is because. They're like the regular police can't handle it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go back and watch it and be like, I'm wrong. That's <laughs> gonna be like, they, they, it's just 100% ruined dystopia. Exactly. <laughs> so I think this movie starts out with some fake out commercials because that's just something that um, is this for the company that's building like who was the director? The... Paul Verhoeven. Same the, day who did Starship Troopers. Yeah, same guy did Starship Troopers. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. There's, and there's some sort of like weird commercial where there's just like a bald guy with glasses and he's surrounded by a bunch of ladies in bikinis. And he just says, I'll buy that for a dollar. That's like the big catch line. <laughs> Does he? From this movie. Yeah. That's going to be really good. I hope you put it in a, a few times. I need to, you to put in a little clip of that commercial right now. <laughs> I'll buy that it's going to sound exactly like, I'm going to sit on my butt. It's going to work out. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. Okay, so there, what is the commercial for? Is this like a... It's like they're going through a bunch of news reports. And they're talking mm. about how crime-ridden... Oh, um, like, yeah, kind Detroit of setting is. the scene, yeah. They're talking about the OCP, who is the group who, like, um, kind of owns the city. Yeah. They're sort of like this big organization that oversees basically everything, like food and electricity. and Yeah, there's this the massive whole conglomerate that right. just, yeah, runs it's everything. the Johnson & Johnson. So it's like a company like, that runs the city? Yes, yeah. basically. Oh, a giant wow. business company. Okay. And we got our, one of my favorite actors, Peter Weller, Peter hanging Weller, out. Peter Weller, yep. He's Alex Murphy. Murphy. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he's just um, a beat cop trying to trying make to it, scratch make it on the a street. living. Scra- yeah. Yep, scratch it up. But he has a partner. Yep. Um, Lewis, I believe, is her character name. Nancy Allen. But I don't know if she has a first name. She called. She gets called Lewis a lot in the movie. Mm-hmm. And we got a main bad guy. I'm not sure when he gets introduced, but Kurtwood Smith, aka Red, Red, Red Foreman. Red yeah. Foreman. Yep. <laughs> oh my God, he looks so he 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 looks the same, but he also looks totally different. <laughs> I think that's an accurate description. He looks the, he, totally he the same, same but he has totally the same different. Bald hair, but like it's just weird looking at him with glasses on, and he looks he's what at that point he's 20 years younger or yeah. 10 years younger he, he's like he's like 18 years old in the movie I think, he looks sure. like it yeah <laughs> that's one of those weird it's like a clark kent moment where he puts on glasses and you're like who's that <laughs> and he is working for a guy named dick jones who i believe is like the president or some sort of very high uppy up guy in the ocp yeah and he's basically controlling the crime in the city it's sort of like a uh, a cyclical thing so, like, he's creating on. the crime, and they're also busting the crime at the same time? Yeah, well, OCP in general, yeah. like, they own OCP's the police OCP's super force, shady. And, but at the same time, yeah, they also run a bunch of illegal activities. Sure. So, there's, like, this big... It's all profit. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about making money. So, what are they running, exactly? Are they running drugs? drugs? Yeah. yeah. I forget what exactly. Maybe it has a fancy name hmm. in the movie. I know in the second movie, it's called Nuke. Ooh. But I don't know the first movie what the drug's called. Because there's a, there's a part crack, in this movie where, where Robocop breaks up like a drug plant that comes like pretty later in the movie. So mm-hmm. that's okay. the, they're definitely drug running. So we get that like right in the beginning, 
that he's like doing a drug deal because I believe so. Doesn't or just he's like controlling Murphy, crime? Murphy like comes into like doesn't he like run after him in the beginning? Yeah, he's got he's just like a regular cop going out on a bust. I believe he's got a, a sweet little helmet on. Um, but he goes with his partner. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know when it happens, but they ultimately chase these bad guys down to a warehouse, mm-hmm. and that's when the S H I T goes down. Oh yeah. Oh boy. And or up into the fan, <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think we before this we get some moments of his home life because that plays an important part of RoboCop yes. and like remembering things. Yep. So I'm, I'm guessing you see him like you be see a like dad pictures and stuff. of like his family. Oh, well, that's kids. later. That, yeah, that is later. You see his memories; they're like infused inside of his RoboCop brain. Yeah. So you think like they get a we get a shot with him and his family yeah. at the beginning? Yeah. Every, like having breakfast before going. Like to oh work yeah, like get right, getting ready for his shift. That's He's, like a classic cop movie. Stay safe at work, honey. <laughs> Just out there getting the bad guys, dear. <laughs> so I, I don't know if they're going on a generic bus or if they know they're officially going after Kurtwood Smith, but they end up chasing I, him down. I think that they um they're in over their heads. Like they think they're chasing one guy down, and I think that that guy leads them into a trap. That's my expectation. Yeah, yeah they're chasing one guy, and he like runs and the, to the main. Yeah, base the trap is guys. in the warehouse where the gunfight happens. I'm guessing maybe even he breaks up some sort of crime that happens before that. And Kurtwood Smith has it out for him. He like specifically wants to kill hmm. Alex Murphy because he did something before. Maybe he even gets like arrested and then like immediately let go. And it's like, oh, the crime and this. Like, oh, maybe, nothing... yeah, maybe he busted like before. That. And yeah, like the the yeah. powerful OCP guy has like pulled some strings to get him off. To get him and... out again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, he's mad about it. He's like that bastard. Something like that probably happens. And then yeah. they, and that's when they end up getting to that warehouse. And I don't know what happens to Lewis. Maybe she just they gets get knocked split out. Up. Of yeah, they split definitely up. get split up. I think like I think he's up on like a balcony or like yeah. stairway or something he, like that and she's down below. Right. He ends up getting shot a million gets, times. A million times. <laughs> oh but, yeah. But first he just gets taken out just like a little bit and then they go they start to get very sadistic about killing him. Yeah. yeah. And probably the most graphic scene in any movie ever <laughs> to this date even. He gets shot about a billion they times. They just blow him away. There are squibs everywhere. <laughs> There's so much blood. There's so many body parts. His, I'm pretty sure his arm gets blown off. Like, he's just totally... He definitely gets shot in the dick. Having a bad is, day oh, is horrifying. basically... Yeah, he's just having a bad day. Oh, yeah. A couple shotgun blasts to the chest. Oh, jeez. And, uh, yeah, he's... Don't worry, he's he, RoboCop material. Yeah, he's Swiss cheese. He's Swiss <laughs> cheese yeah. at this point. Also, I have to uh, make mention that Ray Weiss also plays another bad guy. Oh, Ray like, Weiss. Like I Ray love Weiss. Ray Weiss. All right. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. I remember it. All your Ray Wise fans out there, he's young, he's young and looking hung. Well, okay. Well, I mean, well, let's pass by that. Uh, <laughs> no, write that down. We got to verify that for the part two. <laughs> what are your measurements? So Alex Murphy dies, and I think he has a funeral even. Yeah. How do they get his body out of the warehouse? Or do these guys just like run off and just know. like the police come in and I don't know. Yeah, break I think, it up? I think Lewis everything. like finds, finds him. They, yeah, they probably yeah. just blow him away and then run off. And yeah. Lewis is like, no. Yeah. Cut, yeah, she Murphy. calls back up. Cut to funeral. He, him being buried. You see a photo of Closed him. Closed casket, of yeah. course. Everyone's sad. That's because he's not in that is casket. It, is, it a rain, is it raining on the funeral? I don't think it is. It's like 
don't think nine percent. Usually is though. Look, ninety percent of movie funerals are being rained on. Mm -hmm. But it's in Michigan, so the weather's inconsistent. (laughs) The weather is. You don't know if it's going to rain on your funeral. What about your parade though? Well, it's going to rain on that. (laughs) Macy's Day Parade is always raining. So it fades to black, and then we fade up, and then we're looking through RoboCop POV. of They're they're doing tests on him. And can you remember, there was a guy earlier in the film that was trying to get the RoboCop program to pass. He is a famous, what we remember, guy that we we love. I hope it's Charles Grodin. It's in episode one. (laughs) Whoa! Is it episode one? Is it the villain in episode one? Oh man, Miguel Ferrer. Yeah, Miguel Ferrer. I'm so excited now. I'm really excited. Yeah, yeah. He's gone. Yeah, last year. Oh no. We should have did a memorial for him. Well, here it is. (laughs) We'll do every Miguel Ferrer movie that we can think of. Pour one out for Miguel Ferrer. Now, can we hold up just one second? Yep. There's a sequence where the, is it OTC? OCP. 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 You're down with OPP. Okay. (laughs) What about ICP, though? OCP. They create a robot that doesn't work, and it ends up killing a bunch of people in the office as they're testing it out. Is that in the beginning? Is that later on? Is that... RoboCop Two. That's that's, <laughs> well, that's a little bit later on. That's and I, this one, but and it is I think later that's on. what gets people behind Miguel Ferrer's idea of yeah to go the, with RoboCop, RoboCop instead because of that they, other thing. Yeah, because I think they're more on board with like a cyborg instead of like an actual right, robot. Because you're right, there is like a big demonstration yeah. where like the machine ends up going crazy and designating the and whole that audience. That scene targets. has always stuck with me out of the entire movie. Yeah, there's yeah. one guy in a board meeting who like just pick up the gun and pointed at it. It's like and then he like threatens them like put down the gun and then he puts the gun down down, but the thing doesn't stop it like keeps it in its track like you have five (laughs) seconds to comply and everybody in the boardroom is like staying away from this staying away from this guy and he gets blasted out of a window i'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure oh yeah like he fall he like gets shot up and blasted i'm pretty sure like at least three people get blasted out of windows in this movie like that's i feel like that's a reoccurring thing yeah maybe sure at least two (laughs) i can guarantee two of them happen Okay, so he's now becoming RoboCop. Uh huh. Do they have like a There's montage a lot of, of putting like, him together? Or? Yeah. Well, his he keeps coming in and out, and he keeps like you see There's things a lot on of the testing. screen. Yeah. There's a lot of testing. There's text on the screen. Um, we just think maybe it's his consciousness at some points. We don't know how much. We're gradually like it's like months are passing, and yeah. RoboCop is getting put together and finalized. Yeah. So we see all that through his eyes, and we eventually get to like a big grand unveiling. Oh, there's even a part where one of the girls has sex with one of the guys while RoboCop is like watching them. Oh, now I'm on board with this movie. I'm ready to watch <laughs> all it. All right, let's let's get into that. What what kind of position are they in? No, I'm just kidding. Is it full nudity or is it? Like... They're doing robot style. Oh, I mean that's pro- open robot style. <laughs> that's a probe. So it's you know. And then eventually there's a big grand unveiling. He we open up and it's like people cheering drinking champagne like we're at robocops online here we go and they fire him up and i believe he just like gets out there and starts fighting crime and i don't think anyone knows it's alex murphy lewis has to like figure it out mm-hmm. does that, he get his motorcycle right away his like cool motorcycle that he drives or is he I, he I might because i know that he, gun for sure oh the gun oh, is yeah. a really cool That's classic <laughs> I'm, I'm almost I, okay i'm worried that, that gun is like a foot long i'm worried that through the course of this episode i'm gonna mix robocop two up with this movie because okay. the two of them run together a lot in my head but so i think it gets a sweet uh motorcycle i know I, I know most of the police force drive around like really crappy old ford escorts and like when he gets in it it's like the whole car sinks way down or something like he's too heavy for this car it's like a crown vic or something like that 
Oh, it's a Ford Escort, Andy. Are is you, it really? You, yeah, it is. It's it's an old Ford Escort. Speaking of escorts, the first person I think RoboCop saves is some girl who's like a, a hooker getting like beat up by some dudes. Oh, rude! And she, he uh, RoboCop ends up like saving her. And do the guys do? Are the guys laugh at RoboCop? Yeah. like what it, are you? Yeah, a they, they, metal they shoot. Man? They shoot guns at him, and it's like ineffective. And yeah, he's like <laughs> pew pew. Ineffective. Right right <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so he starts being RoboCop. Yeah. Starts saving the day here and there. Yeah, he, he just crimes up the city. Is Murphy skeptical at first, or does she slowly think it's Lewis? Murphy? Yeah, Lewis. Yeah, sorry. eventually she's like Murphy. she catches on to what's going on. What clues have been first though? Because I feel like Murphy still has a, a level of his own consciousness. It comes away up from Robocop. It's, it starts to bleed into it because he starts because he looking starts to up. remember his family. Yeah, not that's only, what I was not only yeah. like remembering his family, he starts looking up like photo pictures through their like crime database. Yeah, and that to becomes that's people. part of the problem because that's when he comes up some of his old case files, and that's when he really starts to remember like the the red foreman bad guy mm-hmm. and he, that's when he starts being like holy crap i'm we'll just calling get him that red guy. foreman he, he even maybe yeah. even has um traumatic like stress syndrome yeah like he's reliving some of the uh yes. him being in that warehouse again and i think we, we i think we do flash back to it so we see it again him getting like totally destroyed. wiped out yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i hope we're he... i hope it's the whole scene again and he even goes back to his house i think yeah Oh, he like starts, oh, yeah. starts looking at photos and just trying to remember. Where's his family? Is, I was gonna say, does his wife come and go like, oh, I don't know. My home? It's been like months since he's been dead, so I mean, so yeah. they just, just not home at the time. Maybe he sees his kid and like she doesn't recognize him and he doesn't let on to what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like one of those like he sees them like he starts kind of watching them from across the street and remembering. What is what? Here's a serious question. Okay. What are the ethical standards oh, of oh turning someone into a robot <laughs> without boy, their Andy. consent? This is whoa, whoa. this is part their, two questions, Andy. Without their consent and with also without informing their family that you're about to take your husband and father's body and put it into a robot. I almost feel like they address it at some point where they're like, in... there's, there's some throwaway lines where they talk about he's like property of them. Yeah, when he was whatever. when he was a cop, like his his contract that he signed when he became a cop allows them to do whatever they want basically after he's dead or yeah because he's OCP property yeah. basically at that point. Oh my god, this place is messed up. And that yeah, even mm-hmm. once he realizes he is Murphy, at the same time he is still company property like he does he's not a person i think that comes up too that might also be robocop too. yeah because yeah. I mean, robocop do address well, a lot he's of got a bunch stuff. of like directives in his head yeah they have he's, to he's address being controlled it in this by ocp yeah i'm mm-hmm. sure there's got to be some line in this movie there's no way they can't brush right over that fact mm-hmm. right especially if his family well i think that's this. what lewis is grappling with a lot of that yeah uh, where she's she's like how could you do this to murph like i, I assume lewis. she calls him murph yeah i <laughs> my boy murph <laughs> I think Lewis only finds out just by looking at like the bottom half of his face or something like that. <laughs> I swear to God, no, I think there's a scene where okay, she's like, well, she looks at him and she's like, like can start to say like, wait a second, that looks like Murphy. Well, Robocop, when he has his helmet off, he does have Peter Weller's face. I was just saying, he has like, does the, he ha- like I know like the little visor bit can go up too and you can see his eyes, like they actually still exist. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know if she saw his face or not. Yeah, I don't know if she does. Know. I know I you can because he has the mask off quite a few times. Mm-hmm. And it's basically just because the uh, costume was so just cumbersome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I can only just, imagine. Yeah, Peter Wallace says it was like the worst thing ever. <laughs> That's why he didn't want to do the third one. But 
I mean, you they, didn't do the third one. No, they recasted him. Oh my I hope God, that, I didn't even know oh, that. Man. I probably haven't even seen the third one. <laughs> yeah, I mean that costume is pretty bonkers. He's pretty huge. Like yep. the gun they used to make his gun is is a Breda ninety three R. I know this is my realm, not yours, but that's our. Like I mean, that's they make that into a huge gun, and it still looks pretty regular in huge. his hand. But <laughs> I think I said it earlier. It looks like it's like a foot long. Yeah, like, yeah. It away does. from his fist, but it's sweet. <laughs> it pops out of his leg, and it's, yep, yeah, it fires like it's totally. Cool. Cool. I think there is a, the one scene I'm really remembering. I'm, pr- I'm like positive is RoboCop 2, but it's like when he went after they like reprogram him to be like super strict cop. That's RoboCop 2. And there's, yeah, there's a guy like smoking and he shoots like a silhouette around or an outline around the guy's head and the cigarette falls on. He's like, thank you for not smoking. And That's just puts Robocop the gun 2. away. Oh my God. I love that scene. <laughs> In this movie, he, I think he does break up some sort of crime um, that involves a liquor store robbery. Or like a gas station kind of kind of yes, deal. Yes, I think yeah. it's a gas station. Okay. He he rolls up to something happening. I, probably someone's robbing the gas station, uh-huh. and I think he's like going to stop them. And... Or just like a liquor store. I mean, the actual gas station. Sure. Yeah, sure. something like yeah, that. Yeah. So he goes to stop them, and it turns out to be a big battle. And I think, I think like at first they they don't take RoboCop seriously. Yeah. But then he's like pulls out his gun and starts mm-hmm. blasting them away, blasting at them. <laughs> And they can't shoot him. Well, they could, but probably won't do anything to him. It just bounces off everywhere. So when does he become a problem for the guy at OCP? Because that guy eventually, like, calls... Or does he call, like, the Red Foreman character and say, like, I need you to take care of Robocop or does it the like, kind of the other way around where the red form guy's like he's disrupting our crime activity that could i think that's it. it okay but miguel ferrera ends up getting killed like oh i do i know that no. and, the, and the bitches leave it's scene. so sad well, i think it's a little bit later in the film it's mm. like almost right near the end but there's a there's a point where miguel ferrera's on the top of the world and he's doing cocaine off ladies boobs and butts <laughs> and stuff and then red foreman comes in says bitches leave and then kills him how you doing uh, uh. Uh, bitches leave. Uh. Gee, Bobby. Bye. You gonna call me? It's oh terrible. Why, is he, wh- why does he kill him? Because he like I think he ended up getting a hit put on him from Dick Jones, the OCP guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that's the reason. Because he Kurt oh, Kurtwood Smith, um, aka Red Foreman, aka the guy I don't know his name Kurt in the movie. Smith. I need to okay, Kurt. I'm committing it, <laughs> so I stopped calling him Red. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt, Kurt Smith. Kurtwood Kurt, Smith. Kurtwood. Kurtwood Smith. Kurtwood Smith. Kurtwood Smith. Just like Dabney Coleman. You gotta remember these these names are important. Wow. Can't these, uh, <laughs> classic names of these actors. <laughs> because he plays a video and the the guy talks about how he's doing a bad job or whatever the dick jones character mm. to miguel ferrera and then he ends up getting just shot he did something he just you know i'm not sure what i don't remember what this is was this when they try to set up a trap for robocop yeah that happens near the end of the film yeah i wasn't sure how far we're through it we are at this point <laughs> i think there's a part where he gets beaten up pretty good because he's like falling down like a parking structure mm. he's like falling through the slats between mm-hmm. levels, like oh, man. rolling down, he's them. rolling down, yeah. It. yeah, yeah. And then Lewis is at the bottom of it, and Lewis like pulls him into the car, and that's when I think how does when they she have pull it? He weighs like a ton, like literally a ton. She can, how does she, she can do lift that? a ton? I, I'm not sure. Yeah, <laughs> probably helps a little bit. Probably, yeah. It's yeah. an assisted lift. He's like but, rocket shoes, and <laughs> but I think that's when they have their moment of um, just like talking and like being buddies again, and 
figure everything kind out. Kind of, yeah, like it's like back in the old days. I think she yeah. like lets him know that he's Murphy too. Yeah, like, oh, I, she, yeah. Like, she's makes trying it clear. to make it happen. She's trying to get him to remember. She's like, you are like my like we work together. You got shot. And I think she encourages family. him to look to look at the old files too of like his Could old be. cases. Do you think there was like a love connection there? I don't think there was. I think, I think, I think they were just. I like, like to total think bros. that it was just yeah, it's just two partners doing sure. doing a tough job. Sure, yeah. and I I can respect that. Yeah, yeah, you're with your partner more than your wife, you know. But you just mm-hmm. gotta be yeah, be buds. Right. Sometimes that love story could probably confuse like the le- plot like they already have. Yeah, like Lethal Weapon. I mean, those two love each other deeply. Absolutely. But... But you know, it's what? just Mel Gibson that... and his dog. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Donald Glover and Mel Gibson. <laughs> well, they do too. But oh, that's... <laughs> wow. That's not the main part, though. Does Lethal Weapon is that their penises? Is yeah. That... Are those the Lethal Weapons? Brad, I, I, we need to cover did this you, movie. Did, did you, you call not him get Donald this? Glover? <laughs> Danny, I think, Glover? I, I, Danny Glover? <laughs> you call him Donald Glover? <laughs> that Donald Glover. It took me a second. I was like, is that his name? Donald Glover from I think all Community. Glovers look the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is an undercover Glover. I already made that joke in an earlier podcast. Well, make it again. <laughs> you you got to make it every time. That's required. People people want it. They want to hear it. They've well, been asking for it. I mean, I think. <laughs> it's no, just a guess. But no, no one talks to us. Nobody like, uh, tweets, no one tweets at us. Nobody Facebooks us. <laughs> we are in a vacuum when we're doing this podcast. Sometimes, and it feels great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like listening to it. <laughs> feels great. Anyway. So I don't know. I don't know much about the ending. I don't know much. I, I remember some. There's like. Well, there's just, a, there's a big drug bus scene first. Yes, yes. there's got to be. Yeah, and he like tears up this. He busts. A, he busts into awesome. where they're like making the drug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he's like, "Stop making this drug right this second. But I know, like previously, <laughs> uh, uh, the the previously main on the Robo-Cop. main OCP guy. <laughs> <laughs> the main OCP guy had like given like special guns and equipment to oh, yeah. Kirk. He has like a rocket launcher. He gets yeah, and he has like this armor piercing sniper rifle. Yeah. Like he is like take Robocop thing. out. Yes, he they specifically oh, like here's necessary. the weapons to take kill out, Robocop. A rocket launcher is the way to go. I don't think he uses a, he, like because Kurt I think specifically has the giant sniper yeah, yeah, yeah. rifle with the. Like, There's another guy that tank. has the rocket. It's like launcher. an anti tank rifle. Got a uh, Robocop two question or maybe one. Is there a little boy in this That's movie? That's the second one. Oh crap! Okay. I see. No, you're doing the same thing. I like the <laughs> I'm two. Trying of them, to, I'm trying to weed out the two of them. Blend together pretty well. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Hey, those are alternative facts. We don't want those in here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't. We need some real news. We need the truth. Stop That's OCP to C- talk. Is what yeah, that is. Topical. Stop listening to CNN about. <laughs> What they think of OCP. So they have like, yeah, there's, so he busts up the drug lab and there's like, that's like the last 20 minutes of like this entire fight, mm. which include some guy gets like burned in acid. So at there's some point. a truck that's just full of toxic waste as yes. they all are. When you see, when, well, you when see you're truck, in Detroit, yeah, when you're in Detroit <laughs> and you see any sort of truck, you can guarantee it's full of toxic waste and that gets shot with a uh, bullet and then that opens up a little spray valve and one of Kurtwood Smith's goons so, yeah, one of hosed henchmen. with the toxic waste and it's like mutated and melted yeah he turns into just some sort of creature who's yeah just, it's entire up. body is melting <laughs> he's like he's looking for help he like grabs Kurtwood smith like help me and he's like jesus it's a mutant <laughs> blast him yeah. no he gets hit by a car <laughs> robocop like splats him all over the the the, the, the front of the car oh, i'm so excited to see this movie. all over the windshield yeah <laughs> oh my God. splat yep is there a car chase 
Sort. I mean, it's Probably. all part of one of the the final fight. Like, okay. yeah, I think there's a car chase. Probably in the final. Fight. I assume there is. Probably some car chases. Because you're right. He does definitely get run over by the police car. Well, mm-hmm. I think they're like chasing. They're they're like doing a car chase like in and out of warehouse buildings. Yeah. It's yeah. It's, it's like, like almost it's at like daytime. airport or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And Kurtwood Smith has his like back against the wall. Is okay. Now I'm gonna do RoboCop too. Okay. Oh. Does this part where he gets <laughs> caught with um a magnetic lift? Does Kurtwood Smith have like a magnetic, oh. like the like um? That sounds that seems right. more of like a two, but, like on a wrecking ball kind of, you know, on the front of like a, a crane, a crane magnetic uh, lift. That, I, that sounds right, but you're I don't know if it's two or one. I think that's more of a two. <laughs> Maybe it's both of them. I would, th- yeah. Why not? Maybe it's both films. But at, at one point, he blows up Kurtwood Smith. Well, he chases him down, and that's when Kurtwood Smith spills the beans. Because later Robocop plays it for the board meeting. Like, yes. I work for Dick Jones. Dick Jones! <laughs> Dick Jones! <laughs> it's like, we get it. You work for Dick Jones. Okay, okay. look. Dude, name drop all over this place. You cocksucker! I work for Dick Jones! Dick Jones! He's the number two guy at OCP! OCP runs the cops! <laughs> <laughs> Because then he goes back to the OCP tower. Well, he kills Kurtwood Smith with his little um, information blade oh, in man. his hand that he has. I didn't remember that, but that's yeah. going to be cool. I yeah, because he has like a USB it. thing. Yeah. That's how he like, accesses like, files and stuff. <laughs> he has a USB razor blade. Yeah. Or claw, like Wolverine oh, claw. Man. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what he uses, to. I'm pretty sure, to kill Kurtwood Smith. Like, Brutal. He, he was going to let him live, but then Kurtwood Smith was going to do something that was going to kill him. So he instinctively just you know, light him on fire him with like gasoline and stuff. Could be. He's gonna be like, "I'll kill yeah. your family if you let me live." And I was like, "Why did you tell him that? Don't tell him that, and then kill his family, mm-hmm. idiot." That's crime one hundred and one. <laughs> <laughs> That's like in Home Alone too, when Marv gives all the ideas away, and Harry is like, "Shut up!" <laughs> that was that was really funny. So Robocop uh, wants to go show them the evidence that Dick Jones is behind this. But he first has to fight Ned 209. Yes, which is the big... Is that the big creature? Yeah. The big the, or robot. the big robot, yeah. The, the big robot. The failed robot. That yeah. thing is so clunky. Doesn't it just fall down some stairs? It does. Yes. <laughs> and it's, and it's, it's, re- it's really good stop motion. Like, it looks pretty yep, good. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> it just falls down some stairs. <laughs> Look, it's... They haven't worked all the kinks out. <laughs> it talks like a lion. It growls and yells. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it and RoboCop have like a pretty decent fight. I forget how RoboCop wins, maybe with a grenade launcher or something. It looks like a Gundam. Yeah, like, that's yeah, exactly it, what. Or it like looks Mech Warrior like. is one. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, or BattleTech, if you guys ever that's, saw that. That's what I was actually trying to think of. Is BattleTech because it looks I, like I the knew halfway what, form where it's like I knew half Jet Fighter or Exo Squad. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You guys like classic crazy. 90s <laughs> We're dishing them out. He gets up to the OCP boardroom, when, and the board is having like a whole meeting for some reason. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they want to institute the Ed 209s. Like they, mm. they work, they figured them out, and they want to replace RoboCop and the police with these things. And I'm wondering, like, if like RoboCop was con- causing controversies, so they were also talking about shutting down the RoboCop. Maybe that's number two. I don't know. I'm not sure. I feel like it's incidental yeah, at this point. I think point. the people are behind RoboCop. He bu- like, he's but he's like helping a lot. But of yeah, people. he busts in on the board meeting. I know at one point he's like, uh, the the bad guy is basically just like, oh well, then arrest me or shoot me or something. But he can't, he can't. because he's programmed not to. Yep. Because uh, he's not allowed to do anything to the board members. He might not even be able to kill Kurtwood Smith. 
They might even like program that, and maybe Lewis ends up killing him. Oh, maybe something like that maybe happens. I don't know. I forget. Yeah, I don't know. I don't about think that. that part. But I think there's a setup to he can't. I don't think this is the first time he couldn't kill somebody. Okay. I think this was set up before. Hmm. But I can't remember when. But yeah, he can't kill the bad guy because he's a board member. Yeah, 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 that for sure happens. And and at, at some point, they're just like, "You're yeah, fired." The president fires him. <laughs> And then he's like, oh, now I can kill him. Yeah. And horrible. blows him away. Blows him away. <laughs> wait, that was it? And that's the end of the movie. <laughs> wait a second. Wait a second. Bum, 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 and that's all there is. Bum, 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 Welcome. Bum, 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 that's bum, all there. That's all that. Let's unpack that. Bum, bum, <laughs> all he had to do was get fired and then kill someone? Like, he couldn't kill someone when he's on company time? Well, you know, he couldn't kill the guy yeah, yeah. He because like the he's a, of the, the president of the company. He has prime so, directives. Oh, 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 I thought they fired RoboCop. No, no. <laughs> I was like, that no they fired Dick Jones. <laughs> I love the idea of firing RoboCop. That'd be good, too. In my head, I was like, how It would, it would work either way. Oh, uh, yeah, they fired Jones, and, and that's when he's like, oh, now you're not an employee anymore. So, so the board fires him. Yeah. Yes, okay. the board is like, the board just sitting there mm. terrified because RoboCop's there going to kill them all, yeah. even though he can't. He sticks that bloody USB <laughs> <laughs> into a slot and plays Kurt with Smith. He does, yes. Spill on the beans. And so that's when the board, who, I, I had to believe Some the rest of that dude. board is in on their own yeah. illegal stuff, but they're like, oh, well, that guy's clearly a bad board member. We're the good board members. Yeah, we didn't do any of we this. We didn't do it. And yeah, they give him a Robocop and, who gets, and he gets blasted out a window, I'm assuming. Yep. <laughs> and then we get bum, 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 I was going to sing with you, but song. I didn't know it. Is it immediately <laughs> credits, or is there like a post uh, I bet there's a freeze frame, board and it's like the with him end. And, I think it's with, just the with, end. With him and, him and what's-her-face? Yeah, maybe he gets like a one-liner in there. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was going to be like immediate credits after he kills the bad guy, or if it was going to be like, a, and now we're the king of police. And he gets a crown. He gets painted gold, like Johnny Five in Short Circuit 2. The racist. I hope Short Circuit's on our list, because we need to watch that. So uh, join us in part two. We'll yeah. figure out what we got right, what we got wrong, and I'm sure a lot of things we missed. Oh, the, oh my God. There's going to be so much we missed. Yeah, We missed one. the whole middle of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's just being RoboCop. <laughs> just hanging out. He's busting crimes. <laughs> and sweet moves. But not nuts. <laughs> He's busting some nuts. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. Don't bust my balls, RoboCop. Oh, it's in that way. Oh, okay. Don't you think you're pretty smart, huh? Think you can outsmart a bullet? What do you say we find out, huh? I'm talking to you! What do you say? Huh? Huh? I'm talking to you! Drop it! Dead or alive, you are coming with me. I know you. Dead. We killed you! Welcome back to the Dead or Alive, your Come With Me podcast. We watched Robocop. This movie was great. <laughs> this movie was the best movie we've watched. It's, it's really it's really good. Uh, I do I have to apologize straight out the gate though, guys. I I'm really sorry. I misled you. It was not a Ford Escort that they drove. Oh wow! It's it was like a, a Ford Taurus. It's a Ford oh, Taurus. It was a Ford. It's Taurus. a Ford Taurus. Oh, I'm so sorry. What about that six thousand SUX? I yeah, they that was make really fun funny. of the Pontiac oh, car. <laughs> the six thousand sucks. <laughs> they really talked about it too, because the that one villain had that car, and then yep. they blew it up with a rocket launcher or like a. <laughs> 
I don't know, like a bomb gun. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever that thing was. It's just some sort of super, super gun. Yeah, super gun. Super, super space gun. Oh, boy. This movie was incredible. This movie's great. Yeah. I, I forgot about this movie. Yeah. I mean, Die Hard is on like the same level of what we've oh, seen. Oh, yeah. Well, sure. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But, and that, yeah. that's fair. But yeah, I mean, this is, it's a timeless movie already. But yeah, this rewatching it, I have not watched this in a yeah, long this time. The bomb. I'm just like, oh, everything about this movie, like, especially the fake TV, which is what we expected, especially mm-hmm. after we were talking about it on Starship Troopers. Like, the show's like, I'd do that for a dollar. Yeah, Pol- like, all Polar the time. Oh, using my that, like, satire. gosh. It's so good. Yeah, there's like a commercial for the Family Heart Association where you get a whole <laughs> heart replacement. Yep. It's just like a piece of technology. It's the running model. Financing available. <laughs> I just liked, right from the get-go, I saw that MGM logo, and I saw that Orion logo, and that Orion logo is always excites me. I don't know. There's, some, there's movies that have that logo. I'm like, ooh, it's going to be a good movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell yeah. It's like the Geffen, like the old school Geffen logo. Right. Movie. It's like, ooh, this is going to be good. It used to be New Line Cinema movies, and it's like, oh, no, a New Line Cinema Yeah, movie. They, they tank. Oh, boy. I, I, I used to feel like that for Lionsgate, and I'm like, ooh. Yeah. I still I get a little know. bit like that for Legendary movies, but like, yep. it's still yeah, like yeah. Those like artsy uh, production studios, they'll they'll make some good ones, but then eventually they just seem to run out of steam or run yeah. out of money. Things change, and it's just not as... The films they make are just not as good. But right. this is like Orion in the 80s making great movies and actually like putting up money for movies that... Well, so much money. Yep. Yeah. Like $100 million movie. <laughs> this movie only got made because Terminator was so, so successful. Yeah. Yep. It was really funny. I like reading about... Uh, apparently, they sort of marketed off of Terminator. And so, a lot of people kind of went to see it expecting Terminator and were confused. <laughs> they got it in a way. Yeah. In I a mean, different way. It's funnier. They, yeah. It's a different... It's a, it's it's a, not a, it's not a horror similar film. but different. It's kind of a weird way to say to describe it. But yeah. I don't know. I thought there were elements of this movie that were horrifying. They're over the top, though. The scene where Murphy dies... Where he gets I, shot yeah. for like I an hour? so much anxiety. Oh, man. Like, that that scene, like, really kind of hit me in a weird way. Yeah, the whole mm-hmm. them in the warehouse on it, like, even when they, as soon as they went in the warehouse yeah. i was like you're on the edge of your seat don't like go oh in man here. please don't go in that warehouse yeah. when clarence has the gun he's just like he blew off his hand with a shotgun and you see peter weller like literally in shock like not knowing what just happened then they blow off his entire arm i think like the it just falls off it looks so real like everything about that sh- that scene looks so real and it was mm-hmm. kind of scary. So there's a behind the scenes called Flesh and Steel, which I recommend everybody watching about RoboCop. And Paul Verhoeven talks about he chose he wanted to do this movie because of that exact scene of seeing a hero like get killed in the first 25 minutes in yeah. such an excruciating way. Mm. It's like, well, I've never seen a hero get his hand blown off before by a gun. I'm going to do this movie. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and that's, I mean, and that's the thing. It like, works. That doesn't happen in a movie where your main character dies I also, 20 minutes in. I also think they did... Just to become a different character. They did a really good job of connecting the audience to Peter Weller. Yeah. In it, before he dies, like oh yeah, they did not have a lot of movie to do that. But I like as soon as he was like, oh, I just transferred in. I mm-hmm. was like, I'm on board with this guy, and I'm all I'm ready to see his crazy adventures. And then he gets shot into tiny pieces, and you're like, oh. And, and there was already one of the cops on the the force that had gotten murdered, and it's mm-hmm. like, this, you know, cop killers are out there, and he's oh, just man. how dispen- uh, dispensable these guys are. Yeah, yeah. And um, who's the villain? What's what's his name again? Which one? There's a couple. Clarence the, and Dick Jones are the characters. Not Dick names. Jones, but Clarence. Oh, right, uh, yeah. uh, Kurtwood Smith. Kurtwood Smith. His character killed 33 police officers in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> is I mean, that what he said on his rap sheet, or is it this on screen? On screen. Oh, that was wow. a part of the dialogue. He killed. He has killed 
33 police officers. Wow. That's So know, when RoboCop does catch him and bring him in, he says that he's a cop killer. Yeah. Like he's like yeah. what's the charge? He's a cop killer. He killed 33 police officers including RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not including RoboCop. Well, oh, yeah, I mean is he a dead or alive? That's a, that's a story. That's I mean a, his body's gone. Logic. It's an ethics question. What's going on with his conscience? Yeah. I uh, jumping back to the scene where where Murphy dies is just it was too long i felt like it was so horrifyingly it was, long it was perfect i i thought it was it was, it was a good scene within but... the context of this film it was it was perfect but i think if this if that scene was in any other movie i would laugh it off because he's like he's just standing there going ah while they're just blasting his limbs away yeah for, i for mean like, it did get like for like two crazy. minutes yeah they're like really he shooting died. him. he should have died and it was even more ridiculous that well, they wheeled die. him. They wheeled him into a hospital and tried to revive <laughs> that him. That was funny. After he gets like execution funny. shot to the head, and, and, and like... you're like, and that's the moment you're like, you're in Peter Weller's head. Like you feel his pain. You know what yeah. he's going through. They're putting all those. And it, from the dialogue standpoint, it sounds like they're just like, just say whatever you would say if this was happening in real life, doctors. And then yeah, it, there was a real like team happened. of doctors. That, and yeah. yeah, it felt like it. It felt very. And like, I, yeah, I read that. It in was the all trivia. It's a real trauma yep. team doing what they would do. And, and you, I could tell, like, when I'm watching that scene, it feels like exactly what you would hear, like, doctors to do this every day to, yep. to be doing. Mm-hmm. I, it was a funny scene because as they're trying to revive him, I was just like, why? This guy <laughs> is going to have a horrible quality of life as soon as he wakes up and you're trying to revive him? Like, oh, he, he got murdered. He is dead. We saved you, Murphy. You have, like... What like, are you have like half a limb? That's yeah, it. Every twenty oh. bullets inside. You. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they oh, were able man. to save his arm, but then then they removed it. Then, then Bob wanted it cut off. I appreciate it in this film, but I had totally forgotten about these this sort of competition between the two executives mm-hmm. at OCP, and the idea that they made. Uh, I don't remember uh, who's the actor that does the who, who's in charge of RoboCop. Miguel Ferreira. Yes. Like they make him almost like a sympathetic version yeah, of like greedy still, corporate like, executive. He still, yeah, he's yeah, still yeah. like a, a he's total d bag. But he's like the more sympathetic one. Like he's like, oh, I have a better program. Like I think RoboCop could be really good. And at the same time, he's like snorting coke off of hookers' boobs and yeah. uh, just being a d bag. But at the same time, he's like the one you're like, oh, there, right. there was no funeral <laughs> scene, which we which we got wrong. Maybe, mm. maybe that happens in the remake. No, like, uh, I haven't seen the remake. Yeah, nobody did. I don't I need did. to see the remake. I, was the only one who did. I did, but I don't remember that much from it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I enjoyed it. I remember I enjoyed it, which no one else did. Unnecessary. But, yeah. I, I also don't know if we got this, but Murphy actually transferred from another yeah. precinct. Yeah. Oh, we did. Andy just said that. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm well, sorry. None, I was blanking out. I don't know if we said notes. it in part one, but. No, right, right, right. Yeah. We didn't say yeah. it in part one. Yeah, the fact that he was, yeah, new. <laughs> the new boy in, in school. Hey, I'm just transferred in here. I'm going to have a fun time, right? <laughs> yeah. And the grizzled sergeant like, we work here for a living, Murphy. Get suited up. And there's just, uh, there's a lot of character building. Every voice. line is meant to build a character. When Murphy mm-hmm. doesn't let Lewis like drive the car, that's like that's a character building. Yeah. Thing. Well, yeah like I said, on. they build, they, they create a full-fledged Murphy Quickly, character they have to within the fast. first 10 minutes. When, when and Lewis they do beats the shit out of that uh, punk that's in like the precinct, like no one else can handle him. Oh, and she man. Just whips his ass. Just takes him out. <laughs> I, I did also write down, though, based on that scene, I was like, that scene kind of feels awfully different in 2017. <laughs> 
<laughs> in what way? In the way of police brutality towards oh. people. And... Well, I mean, it's new Detroit. <laughs> yeah, if, although, yeah. although he was fighting back and he was fighting off six officers, which yeah, he did like punch two of them down, and they, it was a big deal. I also like, like I said, there's just a lot of subtle character building. I really enjoy watching kind of the background transformation of all the cops that work in the department mm-hmm. towards RoboCop. Like, when he first comes in, they're all like, what the heck is with this guy? Yeah, th- there are some great ADR lines where, like, <laughs> yes. he came into the precinct, and the first line that an extra said is, are we going to lose our jobs? <laughs> I, was, I was like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. You wanted to go on strike anyway, sir. Oh, yeah, man. did we even get no. the fact that they went on strike? No, they weren't. Yeah, they were protesting. That was that like was a even plot a... line that just fizzled out. Yeah, it just happened. It was sort of in the background. I guess it was sort of just supposed takes... to imply how rough the job is. And In the, the second time, movie, the they that... are on strike. It starts with them being oh, okay. on strike. So I don't know if that's like a carryover. Yes. Or... Yeah. I w- and I wasn't sure if it was supposed to just be reflecting the condition of Detroit or it was supposed to be reflecting the idea of a corporation running a police department was miserable. I th- it may I have it been, maybe like, it was both. It, but... it was all about just like privatizing the police force yeah. and how it's they're not like, going to yeah, serve the all, public interest. They're all like miserable So the main jobs. bad guy wants to turn Detroit into something called like the Delta Skyline? Is that what it was called? I, I don't remember exactly, yeah. but it sounds yeah. vaguely and familiar. Apparently, that's something that he was going to do by instituting Ed 209. How is the bad guy? What's going on? <laughs> I don't know. Like it, it was originally just the idea that like the, the only reason they were doing the Ed 209 project for the police was to eventually sell it to the military, right. which maybe then would make them the money to be able to do the Delta project. I don't know. Like okay. Dick Jones' plan was just not there he just i I don't know what he wanted to do he wanted to make the ed 209s they were big and bulky yeah and the guy does end a lot earlier in the movie than than i remembered Mm. yeah we missed that a bit but it got yeah he he doesn't get shot out the window until he falls through the plans yeah he falls through the the little skyline plan the thing about this movie is everything just looks so real all of those squibs that were exploding incredible they explode like these massive like blowouts of this guy's chest Mm -hmm. it it looks so effective and like and not to uh, sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but not not only that like the the whole movie seems to be shot like it's almost like a documentary in a way it looks so like real and gritty and um Fast-paced camera movements. Mm-hmm. You feel jerky. like you're there, and, and even like I said, the scene where Murphy gets killed. Like when you see his hand get blown off. Oh it, my god, that's it feels horrifying. real. Like this is an '80s yeah. film, and I wouldn't expect the effects of all these gunshots. I you know, I expect Rambo or something like that. It felt real. It felt really good. There's a, like a subtle amount of grain on the, at least in the movie that I saw. Yes, and it's like, whoa, this really like adds the like the realism to it too. It feels exactly. Gritty. Yep. And I think that place. that made me a little bit more horrified when we were seeing like certain people die. Right. Or, uh, certain like lighting choices too. And I don't, the movie was, was awesome. Yeah. They or, had to light Robocop differently because of him being metal and reflecting light. So they had to light him like a car. In the documentary, they said no matter how they put the lights on him, like he'd always shine and look really cool though. Either like silhouette <laughs> oh, on the yeah. side. Like, yeah, I bet. They'd always find a sweet spot to shoot a Robocop, you know, because the costume is just so BA. The theme song is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I was oh, trying man. to sing it on the end of part one. <laughs> you were no singing one recognized it. it. I didn't recognize <laughs> it until I heard it in the movie. No, rewatching it, I was He's like, riding around in the cop car. That song's playing. Just working the beat. Cop doing a jab. <laughs> oh my god, it was so good. <laughs> the one scene where um, that really got me into RoboCop is when he stops the uh, the lady from getting raped by mm. the two guys. Oh yeah, and he comes up and he fucking like shoots, shoots that guy right in the go right in the dick. Right in the <laughs> <laughs> and uh, RoboCop turns to the lady as she says thank you, and he's like, 
Thank, he's like, uh, you, you have suffered a trauma. You have suffered a trauma. I will contact the local, like, I don't rape know. Crisis like, rape unit. crisis unit. Yeah. I was like, damn, RoboCop, that was the right thing to say. <laughs> you're the man, RoboCop. It was. I was like, oh, man, RoboCop, you're a good guy. <laughs> I actually didn't know. Like, that specifically jumped out. Like, I was like, that's just the appropriate response. Like, it was definitely like a pet the cat type moment. It was where really it's like good. The, the main character doing a good thing, and you're mm. like, I'm on his side. Yeah. Because they kind of have to now that it's like, He's a robot. Yeah. He's no yeah. longer a human being. And you're worried that he might be just a tool of the corporation, but he really is doing a good job. Like, that's why I like seeing when, how the cops are all skeptical at him first, but like, then at the end, like when they're in the parking garage and the, the SWAT guys who are totally separate, just like, we have orders to destroy him. And all the other cops are like, hey, he's a cop too. Don't kill him. And I was like, oh, he's yeah. like, on his side now, too. They all like him. Oh, my him. God. They all blasted him to pieces. They did, though. <laughs> Robocop needs, like, a paddy wagon to be following him, though, because he's, like, arresting criminals, like, <laughs> he nonstop. So many. There's no way he has room in his car right. for all these people that he's arresting. <laughs> Where are they going? Uh, he kills most of them. Problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the one scene that felt kind of funny to me was the drug lab scene, where, like, yeah. uh, you know, the, the bad guy's meeting with this other bad guy who, like, actually runs the manufacturing, and they're trying to cut a deal. And they if just he, need some bodies for it, RoboCop to well, shoot through. Well, it just you know? felt like an establishing scene, and all of a sudden they're like, nope, this is a major, like, we're progressing through this. Now RoboCop's at the drug lab. I thought it was going to be like a setting up the operation, and then a few scenes later, RoboCop was going to disturb the operation. But no, it was like, we're about to set it up, and it's already broken because RoboCop found it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Which was good. He, I liked he it. He has no fear. He just jumps really right good. into a situation. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. It just happened really fast, and I, I appreciated it. It was, <laughs> the movie, does, you know, it never leaves you wandering like it's always moving oh, this and it's movie always is always quicking sorry it's always it's always moving forward and it's quick and it's yeah. like always getting your attention in every scene there's so many scenes there's so many shots there's so many cuts there's mm-hmm. so many and every transition where you get to the, the transition to like the news show and the commercials in between the news show some of mm-hmm. that felt a little clunky at the beginning i'd say mm, I, yeah i think it it it's funny because you know the movie starts with that stuff, so it, it jumps you into that, and then they kind of have to explain later yeah. why it is the way it is. Well, so I think right all the, everything in the news reports weird. like shows you how sh- like terrible the world is, and they're always yeah. and but they're, they're always like, about what's yeah, going like on. smiling. Two U.S. presidents yeah, passed got, away. Got, got shot news. by a satellite. <laughs> <laughs> Two U.S. presidents got murdered by a satellite. Oh, uh, well, like in when they're San Diego, about, oh, right after RoboCop starts, like it was great, and like RoboCop solved the crime. Oh, Oh, isn't that funny? Thirteen people died today. Like they're just like still smiling. Just moving and on. My, yeah, my favorite, oh. my favorite newsreel part was when um they were talking about uh the the cop killer uh right in the very beginning. They were mm, setting up yeah. the villain. Yeah. It's like there's a cop killer out there. He shot a cop named Frank, and the newscaster goes, "What does he say?" He <laughs> says, uh, "He's like." Good luck, Frank. <laughs> it's like Frank is like oh, dying. Yeah. Well, he's in the hospital. He wants like he's recovering in the hospital. Oh, the man. way he delivered that line, I was like, I have to write that down. It was too good. <laughs> good luck, Frank. And Frank doesn't make it. They pull his name off of the locker. It's oh, true. Damn. It's a guy real. Frank. It was sad. I guess I didn't there make are, that connection. Yeah, there's stakes now. Mm-hmm. People, anybody can die, including Murphy. 
and Frank. I also I thought it, there, one of the scenes that was kind of funny to me is the hostage scene. Yes, That's I amazing. forgot about we forgot yes. about that part. The he was negotiating for some really bad bad. <laughs> that things. was so funny. It was great. It, it was, was so good. Look at anything you want. I do. I love when he's like, and I want a really fancy car that goes fast and gets terrible gas mileage. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. It was really funny. And the ad for that car shows it as eight point two miles per gallon. <laughs> yeah. If you like notice it later oh, in the God. movie, that's yeah. real bad. <laughs> Like oh, the worst. Man. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, but I do like the scene where Robocop has this like dream with his first dream where he starts going nuts while he's in his little charging station. That's that's like the moment that he becomes uh aware that yes, he that was he, a human. But like he busts up and busts out of like the, the cage and starts walking the hall. Everyone's freaking out. And then uh Lewis. Lewis stops him in the hall and is just sort of like, Do you remember me? Like, what's your name? Yeah. And they immediately place all the blame on her because she happened to like stop yeah. him in the hall. Like yeah, you they're put- like, What did you say to him? And I'm like, he was going nuts before she talked to him. You gotta be asking what happened. That's a bunch first. of corporate BS though. <laughs> yeah, they're trying it, to cover them. They yeah. pinned it all on her, and I was like, Oh, big corporations, yeah. am I right? But the 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 mean police officer, uh chief guy got has her back. Yeah. It's like, oh, don't worry about it. That guy's an asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. Thanks, Chief. <laughs> yeah, so I, th- I think the movie is more just about, like, RoboCop be- becoming aware of the fact that he used to be Murphy and kind of resolving that crime. Like, yeah. as soon yeah. as he no, for sure. becomes in existence as a thing, it's kind of cool that the first crime that he wants to solve his is murder. his own murder. Yeah. Like that is so cool. Like mm-hmm. that's that just makes sense. Like you would just do that, right? A, yeah, you'd be robot. like, look, I, look. Step one, <laughs> let's let's finish the whole I got killed thing. And he doesn't no. give up. No, no. And, and it doesn't even explore his family really. Yeah, in they this just movie. goes through the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do a Punches lot more. They do a lot more with the family uh, in the remake from 2014. Yeah, which is a mistake. Because I don't know, it kind of worked. Because he doesn't need that. That's not the main. But I th- yeah, it does I think you're right. It does. It, yeah, it does on. take away from what the main, kind of the main part of the movie. It, it, I think it adds a whole other line to the movie that didn't need to be there. Although I, I was kind of confused why they kept showing the scene. Well, they only showed it twice, but the scene where his wife in a dream like comes up to him and says, "I have something to tell you." Says, I I something something to tell tell you. Those aren't memories. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, I didn't. I. I that was I guess that was just like a, a reminder bit. to that he has a family and that he is uh, a human. Well, he sees that right before well. he right before he dies the first time. It's like his life flashes before his eyes, and he starts to remember all that stuff. And then later, when as I did, I did want to criticize uh, the realtor trying to sell his old house because there was like a bunch of like burned up and yeah, dead what flowers was that about? in there. There's like a I'm broken like, coffee. I'm cup. Like, look, if you're trying to sell this house, you need to clean it up, make it look nice. What are you doing? I think it's kind of neat to be like in the future. You just like walk into a house that's for sale. You don't have to right. deal with anybody. Just talk to that thing. The robot. They're yeah. like, hey, you like this house? <laughs> Could I sign you up for it at the end? And he just punches right through that. <laughs> no, no thanks. I don't know if I'm pulling this from a different episode or something like that, but I thought you had said that the villain in Basketball was in this movie. No, the villain from Blank Check. Right, you did say that. Yes. Cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving it in. No. 
<laughs> I Got do him. the editing. I thought it was Robert Vaughn that you were talking about, oh, but, no. but then I, I saw Ray Weiss, <laughs> Ray and I Weiss, was like, yeah. Ray Weiss looks like Robert Vaughn. I Maybe that's what the... Brad was talking about. Yeah. But you were, you did talk one. about Miguel Ferreira. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is kind of funny, like the conflict between the two executives as being its own thing, and you, yeah, you do find yourself. There's kind that of really weird scene where he's like pissing in the bathroom. the bathroom and then like the other guy's taking a shit and he's like talk, he's like bad talking him everyone's like running out uh, of there like oh shit dick jones is a pussy and then dick jones comes out of there and like it's a real awkward scene mm-hmm. the like, guy pissed on himself too he's yeah, like yeah, i'll finish this later out of there. <laughs> i'll finish my pee another time yeah. <laughs> and then like they go straight to like he's like i'm gonna hire a guy to go kill him in his house yeah and that happened like, oh, i forgot boy. about the grenade like him like yeah. reaching towards it it's just being out of fingertips reach yeah yeah like falling I, over. I wasn't sure if that was a grenade or a bomb because like mm-hmm. that's such a big explosion a huge, for well, a it's the, it's, you know it's, I mean, the, it's a future future grenade. tech yeah, yeah ocp makes true. good grenades you know <laughs> they're not gonna put their name on a shoddy grenade yeah, gosh, that's no. true. They that's build those true. super guns that destroy anything. I thought that that was such a weird plot line. Like, what what do the police think when they let Kurtwood Smith and all of his henchmen out of out of jail, <laughs> and then also they got immediately got like a bunch of giant bazooka guns that they blew up an entire yeah. street. Yeah, <laughs> yep. blew up an entire street just testing them. I, I think it's I, I think it's funny that right from the beginning they're like. Here is this really bad guy. He like walks in like public view. Like he goes in that office yeah. to see Dick Jones. Or like, even when oh, we expected you. It's like you expected this guy. Like everyone just knows that you're in cahoots with this villain. They're like yeah, he's a wanted killer. man. And then yeah, the, even when Robot Cup arrests him the first time, it throws him in the station. They're like book him. They're like what for? And I'm like everyone should know who that is. Yeah, yeah. That all guy those is people on the news, and you <laughs> yes. are police. You should know that this is a guy that yeah. kills cops. Even like Murphy knows that when he comes out of the shadow and it's like oh it's this guy mm-hmm. uh, yeah i guess he watches the news he yeah it's knows. obvious look at his face he looks like an <laughs> asshole he like walks around with impunity it's sort of a minor thing but the the machine they had filling those vials with that powder drug it was spilling. It was spilling, it was spilling. all over. I, I rationalized it in my head that they had a basin underneath that they collected the extra. I hope they did, because that's a lot of waste otherwise, right. and that's just poor business practice. There's got to be a better way, right, Brad? Well, here's the better way situation. <laughs> um, where do I have this written down? I think it was... I know Brad likes to talk about the economics of villain activities in yeah. movies, so... Brad's working up to be his own villain. <laughs> Was it killing RoboCop? Yeah, I think it might have just been like killing RoboCop. I mean, that Robocop. is a good business strategy. Kill <laughs> RoboCop. It's, yeah, well, well he, so we missed the scene where, well, we kind of mixed up what was going on. So RoboCop goes into Jake Jones's office. He can't arrest him. The Ed, he gets in a fight with the Ed 209. Yep. And that's when the Ed 209 falls down the stairs. Yes. And that's like the big And, and acted like a toddler when it fell down to the bottom of the stairs. <laughs> it it so like started like Poor whining. Yeah. Like, oh, I kick it up. Ur, ur. It was so mad about that. And then Robocop goes into like the bottom of the parking garage and he's surrounded by police officers. And that's when like some of them won't won't shoot him. Yeah. And I'm and I'm like, gotta, that's when I'm thinking, this is how you wanna kill Robocop with guns? <laughs> you built him to withstand bullets. Yeah. Power what him are you down. thinking? Right. <laughs> they could w- just power him down they need like yeah. a remote off button that's really just wait for him to go back to recharge or whatever and you get him then <laughs> i mean he, it's not what's he's not shooting him isn't gonna accomplish oh, man. accomplish anything he's built to withstand bullets what are you doing exactly <laughs> what are you doing there's gotta Four be choices. a better way there's to kill gotta Robocop. be a better way <laughs> 
Did we get the part where Robocop went to the club? Went to no, the club. I, no, to get, I don't think it was that at all. Yeah, that, to that get club, Ray Weiss. That club is bumping. There's like, oh, man, there's like naked ladies in there yep. and a bunch of punkers. And, and they were not going to let Robot, Robocop's presence bring them down. They no. were having a party. They were like, oh, it's Robocop, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, that place was jamming. It was packed. I read in the trivia that Peter Weller said that that was the hardest scene for him to shoot in the RoboCop outfit. Yeah, it's a lot he, of movement. He had to walk down those stairs, but also he couldn't look where he was walking. Oh, man. <laughs> but he, he said he got it in three takes, but he was very worried about falling, falling over. Yeah. In all of that $500,000 RoboCop outfit. Yeah, yeah. He said it was a million in the interview I saw. <laughs> they also got it. They the, had like eight the, of them or 11 of them or something like that. It arrived the first day of production and he hadn't had time to be in the costume. And I guess he had been doing a bunch of like mime work and yeah. all of it he could not do in the costume so he had to like, improvise had to take a lot of different things three whole weeks off so he can figure out how to move in the outfit yeah but <laughs> but um paul verhoeven is like talks about being mad at him for doing that and yep. like in retrospectively he's like oh it's actually i should have just been fine with it because <laughs> peter weller's you know just an actor that needs time to do this thing mm-hmm. right in the trivia it implied that after they started shooting and he was in the outfit there was a couple days where like uh, Peter Weller started complaining about the outfit, and they immediately started looking for a new. Yeah, actor they were just going to straight up replace him. him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but they had already. There was no way they were going to do that. They no, built. Why, why would you? They built that costume like specifically for him. He talks about how like the cast were like months in advance, and nobody else can physically wear that costume at all. Yeah, but, right. But it's it got shape for him. But it's miserable to be in that costume. Oh, it's I mean, be, yeah. it's it's forty pounds. It's doesn't breathe. Yep, you have to physically like move so often and do active things in it Mm -hmm. it's it's a lot of exterior shots so there's no air conditioning and he was just sweating bullets the whole time he said he just lost like three pounds of water every day yep you always have to keep hydrated that poor guy it's good it's a new they also couldn't get robocop in a uh in any car (laughs) so every shot of robocop is him leaving the car or him sitting down into the seat i did ask it part one i don't know how that car supports his weight in the first place he doesn't get that motorcycle that you wanted him to get no that's that's the remake that'd be sweet though yeah the remake there's there's some toys out there maybe you're like little kid brain thought of that could be the robocop too, toys are really sweet. i know he definitely has uh, he's got a motorcycle in the 2014 version which i have seen so do kids toys have come with guns anymore it uh, probably does i, bet right? they I do. have to believe they do i bet there's walking do? dead toys with guns is that a kid's probably. toy <laughs> oh my hell yeah <laughs> in andy's house hell yeah We're talking like gi joes or like <laughs> i don't know <laughs> they're just gi joes with parachutes i guess star wars hand. toys come with blasters Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe. You know, the GI Joes now come with like pens and paper. They're like, I, I just work a desk. I don't actually find you. I, I just, I sign out requisition forms. GI <laughs> <G>. Joe, <laughs> he's the real American hero. <laughs> In the ending, they eventually have Peter Weller take off his RoboCop mask, mm-hmm. and I think that was like a very important moment in the movie. Because then you get yeah. to see Peter Weller again. Yeah, I think it helps. It felt so right. Like, yeah. it ha- had to happen at that moment. And it's that scene where it's, like, connecting with Lewis. They're, like, seeing, you know, the Beauty and the Beast scene where it's, like, they, oh, I love the looking at you. You're not that That's hideous. after she rescues him from the parking garage, right? Tale as old as time. <laughs> Robocop is fine. <laughs> Robocop and Louis. (laughs) But it had to happen. He had to take that mask off because now it's like you're getting more of uh, him being a human again. He's jumping back into getting revenge on these guys. It it, it just... 
I don't know. I just thought it was like a cool moment. Then mm-hmm. the makeup is insane. Oh, yeah. it's fantastic. Oh, it does his. You can't tell where his like nope. what his real skin is. It's you, all bonkers. You don't know where it is. Like spread across like the back of his helmet and. Oh man, it looks really real, and it, I think it does help connect to you know throughout the movie. You saw, you see Murphy in the beginning. Throughout the movie, you see him in the RoboCop, and I think you almost start to get a disassociation. Like yeah. you're still following the Murphy story, but you're only seeing the jaw. And I think that really helps bring it back that he's yeah, Murphy makes you again. Care for him yeah. even more. Well, there's that part where he like he's fighting the Ed 209. He falls down the stairs and his helmet's cracked. And he looks up and you can see his eye. Mm, like yep. he's like, oh my, he's human. Yeah, he's <laughs> he was a real guy after all. <laughs> oh man, I just want to be a real boy. And Peter Weller does such an amazing job. Like every single movement he's doing is incredible. I like he, he based it off a bird. Looks- Oh, man. He looks Bird so movements. robotic. Yep. yep, he moves. All those joints kind of move, so, like sort of separately, but very, yeah, very much. I, it, like that's the what's way missing, that was the shoulders the and the really head movements too. are like, yeah, the way he moves his shoulders and his, the head are like the best. That's it. His yeah. shoulders yep. always yep. go first, He's and then his head follows. That was exactly what I was about oh, to say. Man. Like that is the key right there. <laughs> yeah. Even in shots where it's a giant, like wide shot, you yep. get like multiple guys in the scene at the very end, like multiple guys in the scene, cars in the scene. They're shooting rockets at him, and he's still robotically yep. moving away mm-hmm. from these, like yeah. methodically. It's so good. When he's breaking up that drug bust, he's like shooting. It's like holding his body like perfect angles. Like yeah. this is how a robot would like move its its form. Mm-hmm. It would be with the, like there's no there's no wasted there's movement. no wasted movement. Yep. Everything is very deliberate. Just pivot to each new guy with the gun and blast him. Yeah, so sweet. This yeah, is really this is Peter Weller's big movie. I oh, mean, yeah, sure. I, I like him in everything. <laughs> he's in. <laughs> yeah. he's a really good in general. And uh, like, I feel bad because I always call him like a discount Ed Harris when I see him, Aww. but he's not a discount at all. He is amazing. Mm-hmm. The uh, the scene, the other scene that really got me was the scene where the the bald villain with the weird facial hair drove a van into a bunch of toxic waste. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh man. That scene was boy. horrifying to me. Yep. I remember, I remember I when I watched like, that as a kid. I was like, yeah. oh! and he, he like grabs onto Ray Weiss, and Ray Weiss is yeah, like, he's don't like, touch oh, me. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ray Weiss is like, don't touch me. <laughs> oh, my God. Runs away. We uh, talked about that in part one. That is, oh, man. Oh. That's one of the most memorable scenes in this movie for me. It's just like, I remember it was, oh, as a kid. Memorable. He splatters all over the windshield. I, as a kid, I watched Murphy get shot for two minutes, and I was like, yeah. And then, like, but I saw that guy get mutated. I was like, oh, my God, no. That guy made a he's, huge like, mistake. He, so Such he, an like, iconic scene in the movie. Oh, yeah. It's like what it's, you think of. He runs into a giant vat of toxic waste and then gets blown out of the back of his van. And he's just, like, covered in this stuff. And he's, like, mm-hmm. trying to crawl out of it. The scene, like, feels like it takes, like, a whole minute or two minutes of watching him, like, in agony. And I was just like, oh, don't show this anymore. Please come away. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get he's a bad guy, but I like I was just like, please don't show that much of this. Like, I can't take it. Yeah. So there's no magnet. There's no big magnet. That's in RoboCop 2, I yep. guess. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I forgot we mentioned that. But yeah, I yeah. thought that was a magnet, though, when, yeah. when they drop so, all that so, like, debris. Ray, yeah. So uh, Kurtwood Smith shoots Lewis. She, like, falls down. And Ray Weiss is, like, sneaking around to get the best, like, behind RoboCop. Yeah, this is not, like, the big final. The very, very fight. end of the movie. Yeah. And he drops the like a bunch of like steel beams and stuff onto yeah. him. Yeah. And then he's like celebrating and then Lewis gets one of the gets one of those super guns and just blows that whole thing to hell. <laughs> yeah. Like Ray Weiss was so happy this, this moment he ago. Immediately just and blew he just, right up. And, yep. Just evaporated. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> but then Kurtwood Smith does a really dumb thing. Like he He goes over to He's s- not done and he, yeah. he wants 
to go over and kill RoboCop. Yeah. Which RoboCop's he, blocks on that spear three are times. so sweet. Oh my god. I was just like, yeah, he's Boom. just gonna keep blocking. <laughs> so yeah. Kurtwood Smith, being a smart guy, I guess, decides to spear it into him. Yeah. But his mistake was that he got cocky and he got too, too close, close to him. RoboCop had that secret knife. Yep. Yeah. Stand secret him. USB knife. Thing. <laughs> yeah, USB, yeah USB that's sword. right. <laughs> Data storage in the future will be very deadly. <laughs> exactly. And erotic. He jams, oh, yes. jams it in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Does a little twist. Ooh. My other favorite ADR line was when he um, was back at the police station. He used that for the first time. And everyone was like, no, you can't come in here. You can't come in here. And he just like pushed everyone out of the way and shoved that thing inside there. You hear someone in the background go, he's in. <laughs> I missed that. But right, right, it was right, so right, good. right before oh, that, man. when they're like harassing him, it's like a middle finger. Like it pops up. Yeah. Like, F you. I can do really what good. I want. I'm Robocop, baby. <laughs> I think overall, like this movie feels like an exploitation movie that had fantastic funding, a little bit more of a substance in the storyline, and like great directing and great acting. Yeah, I think you're exactly but really, right. Really, it's, it's just an exploitation movie. It's just. Yeah ton of violence one character just going off kind on of a insane yeah just this insane over the top kind of everything but yeah it's all so well done that yeah. it becomes like just so a really solid made. movie yeah exactly it, i mean you can make an exploitation movie into something so much more than just oh, yeah. like violence mm-hmm. like there's there's a ton of substance to this movie my favorite line of the movie is when peter weller's underneath those iron beams at the end and Lewis says that she's she's hurt, and then Robocop yes. says in like a regular voice, like Peter Weller's voice, they'll fix you. They they'll always f- do. They'll fix anything. Oh, yeah, yeah. They'll fix everything. They'll fix you. They fix everything. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great line. That yeah, was such that is a really good. It's when he moment. drops like the Robocop voice and he's just like, mm-hmm. I'm Peter Weller saying a line. He just did such a nailed, like, bang on job as Robocop. It's just really good. Yeah. Recasting him in the third one. Man. <laughs> wonder what a Robocop 3 would have been like with Peter Weller in it. If it would have been watchable or not. So it's, it's a question. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean, he, he suits back up for RoboCop 2. Yeah. He's like, I want that paycheck. Hell yeah. And then uh, he says it's worth it. Maybe he could improve the suit in the second one. Or, I don't know. <laughs> He's definitely wearing the mask a lot less. There's a RoboCop TV show. Prime Directive. Did you watch that? I did. Did you watch the cartoon at all? I remember the cartoon. I, the the cartoon. Yeah. I don't remember these. He's things. still like beating up punks and like shooting people, and he still has like a tragic backstory. <laughs> <laughs> it's a kid's cartoon. <laughs> these oh. things are confusing. <laughs> kids don't really pay attention to that stuff sometimes. <laughs> oh man. The uh, the last thing I want to say is uh, when Dick Jones. Dick Jones. I work for Dick Jones. <laughs> When he falls out of that window. Oh, no. <laughs> the, one, the one place they decide not to spend any money. Yep. The one place. His arms oh, were double Lord. the length. I was like, how are his arms that long? His face is like a crumpled up mess. Like, it looks like someone smushed a puppet's head and like stretched its arms out. It is so bad. I know, it's like oh, the it last the thing worst. in this movie and I forgot about it until you mentioned it just oh, now. Oh, no. So, I paused so to look at it. I was like, funny. I gotta see what this, what? You, this doesn't it even was... look close. Everything about it felt wrong. Oh my gosh. 
He was so disproportionately like made up, and I don't know oh. how. Like, why didn't they just have someone fall through a green yeah. screen or something like that? Just do Die Hard style. Yeah, yeah. Die Hard did it right. Yep. <laughs> he was like a claymation figure falling was, down in stop motion. It was so bad. Oh boy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? Like, like, dude, doing a plastic mold of like him and dropping it of a green screen like would have been better than whatever this thing was. What is this thing? It doesn't look like anything. I don't know what that was. It's some sort of hideous monster falling from the sky. It was awful. It was so bad. Oh man, just don't cut that scene out. You can just not have. You can just have him go out the window, and then Robocop looks down and he's splattered on the ground. Yeah, that you didn't fine. need to see him falling out the way. <laughs> I did read in the trivia that they were o- over budget and over time, and uh, so maybe that like that part suffered in some way from them being over budget. It yep. could be. They ran over budget, and the shoot was a lot longer. It was a miserable experience, from what I, what I hear. Yeah, and it was very hard because everything's practical. Like you're you're working on the set. Oh yeah. Yeah, there was, um, I don't remember specifically, but there was something in the trivia where they talked about how they shot for an entire day just to get, oh, just to get RoboCop to catch the, oh, keys, the keys in his hand. Oh. He they shot them, yeah. for an entire day just to get the right shot, and I was like, that is a waste of a day. I, I did read it. It was a dope shot, shot, though. Oh, it's totally good. We just snatches those up. He's like, got it. I'm ready yeah. to go. It's one of those small things where you're like, I, it never would have occurred to me that that would be a hard take to get. And then you're reading that it just like takes an entire day of production to nail that. Like, yeah, just think how much money like, they spent on that shot alone. Oh, Millions. Yeah. Or hundreds of thousands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's that's insane. Yeah, you spend a lot of money making these movies like this. Yeah. But it's apparent- also one of the reasons it was so good, too. Is they, yeah. They yeah. Dumped I think, the yeah. money into it. Mm-hmm. Kept dumping it. But apparently the director is super smart because they knew they were over budget and over time. And so they decided to not shoot one critical scene before they went to talk to the executives. And that was the scene where Murphy dies. I mean, if you're going to, yeah, if you're going to hold off on like, you're like, oh, we're out of money. But the one scene that we absolutely have to have right here is not done. Yep. The the lighting and the, it definitely took place over hours of time because the lighting drastically changes in that scene. Mm. Where Where he gets shot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they they were given a ton scene. more money after they saw the movie and they're just like shoot the scene. So they probably went overboard on that scene, which is probably why it's feels why so, it's so violent. Long. Yeah, and yeah, visceral. All the squibs. So just give me all of them. Oh. <laughs> a lot of squibs in this. Movie. Oh, a ton. Because yep. um, RoboCop's gun has like the auto fire, yep. so they had to rig up three squibs for every one normal bullet squib, just mm-hmm. because of, like the auto fire. Like they wanted to keep it as real as possible when the squibs went off. Yep. So when he shot, he hit three times, like with every shot. Instead of the one time, so three scripts, not every one squib. Right, that gun was mm. fake too. It was like uh, they they had to add extra things on it because it looked so small in Robocop's yeah. hand. Well, yeah, well, the Desert Eagle that they run around with in the beginning, like when they have the one guy like pick up a gun, threaten the the robot, like that was originally supposed to be his gun, which mm-hmm. is Desert Eagle, which is a huge gun on its own. But yeah, when they're like, oh, it still looked too small. Yeah, Peter Weller said in an interview that they had to get through like customs and like. They had to approve that gun. Well, it's yeah, it's, it's a, I mentioned. I think I mentioned whatever. in part one. It's Breda 93R, which is a fully automatic, fully automatic fully handgun. Automatic I don't know if it's burst or fully, but it yeah, they it's based. You know, it's an auto. It's a gun that's very tightly controlled because it is much more powerful than a regular pistol. I, I could see that causing some problems if you're trying to move around and shoot in different places. Mm-hmm. Shot it all in Dallas. They did some test shots in Detroit, but they didn't like the skyline. Oh my god, that really frustrated me. The entire yeah. movie was shot in Dallas. Yeah. yeah. 
And they only had one scene that was shot in Detroit, and it was stock footage, apparently. <laughs> oh, yeah, at the beginning? Like, yeah. the very opening scene? I was like, you can't just shoot one sequence there or have, like, a like building it. that's in Detroit? Like, all these... There was a, a building for the um, OCP, and it was very odd-shaped, and I was like, where is that exactly? I mean, obviously, this movie's shot yeah. in the future. Sure, like, I'm sure Matt tons paintings. of people feel like this when... Oh, there, it was a matte painting. Yeah. I was like, I bet a lot of people feel like this when they're, you know, oh, it's set in my city, and then it's, oh, it's Vancouver again. <laughs> again. Right. Yeah, it was for us. I know the, the remake was shot mostly in Detroit, because that's back when they had the film credits going nuts, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, all it's, that's one of those things where you can see all the landmarks, and you're like, oh, okay, it feels like it's here where we where we are. So he just needed to be Peter Weller in that movie. Oh my mm-hmm. god, yeah, he was just a dude in a in a cop cost like a robo cop. Costume. Yeah, he wasn't like robotic at all. Yeah, or... it was like that poor remake. Less it robo. was like a Daft Punk RoboCop where you're yeah. like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a guy under there. I get it. He's just a guy, guy <laughs> in a <laughs> right. motorcycle helmet or something. <laughs> and Michael Keaton's doing stuff. <laughs> yeah. Is Michael Keaton in the Robocop? He's the villain. Mm-hmm. He's, He's like the main bad guy. Yeah, he yeah. runs OCP. Oh, okay. I might check it out. But I, I also I might I, just rewatch Robocop. Just like watch, I, watch this I, movie. I enjoyed the new one, but I know a lot of people didn't, so I'm not going to recommend it to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a lot of problems. It and, does. And like when you're watching, it's like, oh, I should have been watching the, the original. Yeah, I could see that oh, absolutely man. being a real thing anyone would say, because it's true. <laughs> it's true. I was trying to think of a movie remake that launched a franchise. I couldn't think of one because they a, ca- they a just movie like remake. Yeah, because they just come and die. Yeah, they, like oh, a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Oh, a Friday the Thirteenth movie. Oh, there was like a Halloween. Movie. They made one and two remakes. Ha- but Halloween, didn't I guess, really like kind of took off a little past bit. That. Texas Chainsaw Massacre was pretty like lower C, but didn't like start a but, franchise. But, but I will say Texas Chainsaw Massacre has had numerous reboots throughout the last yeah. thirty years. Exorcist kept on trying to get rebooted, that always failed. Yep. They make they make money. I'm not saying that, but I'm like, which ones like, surp like back up usurped? Is that the right word? Usurped like usurped. Yeah, usurped the original. Trying to think of anything. Amityville is all like one long thing. I don't think that's a real any of those count as a remake. So yeah, I feel like too if it's gonna usurp something, it has to be a movie that wasn't very good initially, and then like they remake it and. Yeah, it's or like a, se- a se- why are they remaking series. Big Trouble Little China? Why are they remaking these movies that yeah. like everyone don't. wants to? Uh, don't make movies people love. Just like hmm. try to do something that had a little bit of a failure to it. Make remake a phantasm movie for all I care. Remake like, blank check. We already explained exactly <laughs> how to do it. Checks in our don't podcast. exist in 2017. We had <laughs> we'd have to figure people out be like, else. what is a check? <laughs> I saw someone and in a why supermarket use a check you saw someone in the supermarket use a check? It, yeah, it was so frustrating. Were they like Oh, you stuck behind them and you're yeah, like... Yeah, it was like an 80-year-old woman. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to pay with the check and pennies. <laughs> You're like, get out of my line. <laughs> oh, man. Robocop's so good. Fantastic movie. It is. Go watch it. If you haven't seen it already. And if you have seen it, if go watch have, it again right now. Definitely go see it again. Yeah, he's he's iconic. He's up there. I thought I was going to be kind of bored rewatching this because I'm like, yeah, it's RoboCop. You know, you've seen it enough times. I loved every minute of rewatching this film. It's so good, and I would absolutely watch it again tomorrow. And I just watched it today. I want to watch the sequels, even though I know they're going to be real bad. That's how much I love this movie. Yep. <laughs> it's dated a little bit, but it doesn't feel like it's like overly dated. No, it is a movie way. that I think can still work no matter like. Like Die Hard, it can move. Like I said, I think Brad mentioned it's like Die Hard caliber kind of in the beginning, where it's a movie you mm-hmm. can watch anytime, and it's like, sure, you can be like, wow, this is an '80s film, but it doesn't make me not like the film in any way. Yeah, <laughs> the pace of it. I mean, it's just oh moving. yeah, 
It's cranking. And you get caught up in it, and you're just you're going. Paul Verhoeven? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's the director. He's Dutch, and this was his first American movie, I think yep. is what I read. Yep. And he specifically, him and the cinematographer watched American movies because they wanted to shoot it like an American movie. So they wanted something that was always moving, always fast-paced. Mm. Camera was, was always doing dolly shots. Uh, editing was really fast. It just looks great. It looks fantastic. Yep. I want Paul Verhoeven to do more science fiction. He's only done like Total Recall in Hollow Man. Ugh. And then he's and Starship Hollow Troopers. Man? And Starship Troopers. And then a bunch of dramas. I want him to do a What's new like a film. recent I meant to look up his his uh credits. What's he's, like a recent I don't know done? what it's called. It, there was something that came out in twenty sixteen about like a a woman who gets raped and like goes at revenge to like find the rapist. And I was like, Oh that sounds cool, but I want it to be oh, in the future. That, that movie was nominated. L, I think it was. Yeah, called? that movie was nominated for oh, like okay. best actress. Oh, it right. sounded really cool, actually. Yeah, I just want I want future. Do sci-fi, Paul Verhoeven. I know you listen to the podcast. So. Yeah, you're a big fan. I know. Oh, <laughs> he did Basic Instinct and Showgirls. Of course. Yes. Nothing really else. That no, I, I would definitely. Total Recall. Said. No, yeah, I think the dude really did master kind of the campy science fiction. I think. All of those science fiction movies work because Wonderful. of the way he made them, not because necessarily like the script was a strong thing or anything like that. Like Starship Troopers was on the verge of not being a good movie. Like anyone else, I think it would have been a terrible film. I agree. Andy's looking at something. I was just looking at his uh, movie list. We pretty much touched on all the movies he's made. Yeah, nothing, nothing interesting. Oh yeah. yeah. Just a wonderful, wonderful guy yeah. from the Dutch land. Thank you for rating, liking, and subscribing. Our next episode has the tagline, he's about to turn a five-star hotel into a three-ring circus. You guessed it. Our next episode in two weeks is going to be Dunstan Checks In. The world's most debonair hero can be found where the action is. His name is Dunstan. He's conducting covert operations. Romancing irresistible women. Oh, that's just how I like it. And facing unimaginable danger. Dunstan checks in. Yes. Oh, more. I like it rough. Oh.